Hey, have you considered that the reason you are attracting emotionally unavailable people is that you yourself are emotionally unavailable? If this isn't you, just stop this episode right now. But if you find yourself consistently attracted to or in relationship with people who are unavailable, you might be unavailable yourself. It might be a defense mechanism to prevent you from getting hurt. If you're not available, then you don't really have to open up. And when you open up, you open up to getting hurt. So you might find yourself in relationships with people who don't open up as well. That might be one explanation why you find yourself with these people. And it's worth exploring. It's it's worth exploring, is this true? Are you emotionally unavailable? And I want to be clear here, it's not necessarily a bad thing. There's a lot of reasons why you might be unavailable. You might be recovering from a breakup where opening up just doesn't make sense for you right now. You might never have seen what true vulnerability looks like. Maybe it wasn't modeled in your family, and you certainly didn't get any relationship education growing up. So maybe you just don't know what it looks like. Maybe you're just protecting your heart You still have work to do, and you are too tender, and you aren't ready to open up. Maybe you're terrified of getting hurt. You've gotten hurt in the past, and you just don't want to go through that again. That's also an option. And maybe you just don't feel like it. You are focusing on your career or on something else. And you just don't feel like building that kind of relationship, a relationship with a lot of emotional closeness and intimacy. That's also an option. I want you to have compassion for yourself, wherever you are. If you don't feel like opening up, cool, don't do it. There's no judgment on my part. And there really shouldn't be any judgment on your part either, right? We don't need to judge ourselves or to speak negatively about ourselves. Life is hard enough as it is without having to also deal with negative self-talk. You should be more open. You should be more vulnerable. You should be more honest about what you're feeling, how you're feeling, what you want. That's not helpful. So there's valid reasons for you not to open up. Totally valid reasons. And if that's you, cool. Enjoy it. Have some awareness around that. Don't make excuses or apologize for it. Just own it. You're not available and that's the way it is right now. And if you find yourself emotionally unavailable or questioning whether you are emotionally unavailable, and you want to be more open, 
this is a great place to be. You have some awareness around a behavior or around a way of being, and you want to do it differently. Awareness is the first step to change. I really don't know how you can change without being aware that there's something lacking or there's something that you want differently. Cool. So what does that look like? How do you open up? And I'm just going to give you a few tips. This is a short 10-minute episode on what you can do to open up more. First of all, find people that you feel safe opening up to. And I don't mean find new people. I mean, find the people in your life that you already feel safe opening up to. Because you don't want to open up to just anybody. That's how you get hurt. And also, you can get hurt opening up to safe people. Opening up will lead to more pain. Most likely. I don't know how to open up to one without opening up to the other. But pain is okay. It's part of life. It's not something to run from or hide from or avoid at all costs. So find people in your life. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's a family member. Somebody that you feel safe opening up to and open up a little more. What would that look like? What would you share? How do you open up a little bit more? And then see, how do they respond? This is an easy step that you can do that is relatively safe. Find somebody safe, open up to them a little bit more. Another way of being more emotionally available is to learn how to sit with discomfort. (sighs) So something comes up, you feel uncomfortable. It feels unpleasant. And instead of turning to a source of distraction or a source of comfort, you pause. And you get curious. What is this feeling? Why do I feel this way? What's coming up? What's the story that I'm telling myself about why I feel this way? Why do I feel like a intense urge to turn away from this? That's it. That's all you have to do. Just pause a little bit and get curious. What's coming up? Why is this here? What happened? Why do I feel so anxious right now? What's happened in the last 20 minutes that might have contributed to this anxiety? What am I worried about? What am I scared of? What's coming up? That's it. Just pause. And then you can go to the source of distraction or comfort, the ice cream, the Netflix, the exercise, the scrolling, whatever, the phone call. You know, take care of yourself. It's, the goal is not to sit in pain and discomfort, but it's to pause between the stimulus, the thing that happened, the thought that popped up, and the uncomfortable emotion, the anxiety the pain, the desperation. Just pause a little bit. And the more you do this, the longer you can stretch that pause out, which means the longer you can sit with discomfort, which means the longer you can sit with curiosity around what what is coming up and why is it here. This leads to 
more awareness of your internal emotional landscape, aka another way of opening up. Because once you get a better idea of what's going on inside, it's less scary, which means you can open up more because you know that you're not going to die. You're not going to die from opening up. Just a tidbit here. uh, No one has ever died of embarrassment or awkwardness (sighs) or heartbreak. Although there's always that like anecdote of the, you know, the couple that's been together their whole life and then one of them finally dies and then uh, the, the partner dies like, you know, a week later. That's Roger drinking water. Great timing, bud. But for the most part, no one's going to die, right? You are not going to die from emotional discomfort. If you have depression or mental illness, then there is more of a risk. And so I just want to be really clear about this. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself in whatever way you need to to stay safe and sane. And pause. Pause and get curious. So that's it. These are two steps that you can do to open up a little bit more. When we're talking about becoming emotionally available, it's not something that happens overnight. It's not a flip, a switch that you flip. It's not do all these steps and you'll instantly be open. It's a process, like everything. Life is a process. So next time you feel like closing up, turn towards the discomfort. Learn to sit with it a little bit. Find a safe person to share what's going on with. What's going on? How's your heart? What's coming up for you? Develop a little bit more curiosity around your internal emotional landscape. That's it. That's how you start. And then you build upon that. My name is Sean Galanos. This has been a short pep talk episode of The Love Drive. Have a beautiful week.